Today we're talking about the details of the assassination of Japan's former prime minister, Elon Musk's reversal on his Twitter purchase, unrest and political upheaval in Sri Lanka, and other top news for Monday, July 11th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. 2 Timothy 2.13 says, If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Let's get started with some espresso shots. More details have emerged about the assassination of Shinzo Abe, Japan's former and longest-serving prime minister. Abe was shot in the neck on Friday while delivering a speech ahead of the country's parliamentary elections. The shooter was a 41-year-old former sailor in the Japanese Navy who was arrested at the scene. The shooter used a handmade gun, circumventing Japan's strict gun laws. Abe's assassin denied being motivated by politics, instead citing a grudge against a religious organization with whom he believed the former PM was associated. The shooter's mother had made a, quote, huge donation to the group shortly before going bankrupt. Parliamentary elections took place as planned yesterday, with more voters turning out than expected. Abe's party won a supermajority, paving the way for possible constitutional revisions. The promise of heaven does not remove the pains of this world, but it does give us hope, strength, and peace during life's most difficult seasons. Psalm 121, 1 and 2 says, I lift my eyes toward the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Over the weekend, Elon Musk notified Twitter that he's backing out of his $44 billion purchase agreement. Musk's lawyers claim it's not because of buyer's remorse, but because Twitter breached the contract, specifically that they, quote, failed or refused to provide requested info and made layoffs without his consent, meaning that Musk can walk away without paying the $1 billion restocking fee. Though some Twitter employees celebrated Musk's reversal, the board has a high incentive to preserve the deal. Shares have dropped to $36.81, far below Musk's purchase price of $54.20, and the company has promised it will, quote, pursue legal action to enforce the merger agreement. In other Elon news, Musk secretly welcomed twins last year, with an executive at his brain chip company Neuralink giving the billionaire a total of nine children. A major way we can reflect the security, peace, and hope of salvation is by worrying less about certain topics than the rest of the world. Twitter's ownership is not unimportant, but neither is it all important. Psalm 1914 says, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Sri Lankan President Gotabaya Rajapaksa has been battling an economic disaster, which caused political chaos and led to squatters. It started with COVID-19, which devastated the island nation's tourism-reliant economy. In May, inflation hit 54.6%, and the government defaulted on its sovereign debt, closing down office buildings and schools in an attempt to curb fuel use. Food, medicine, and fuel are all difficult to come by, and last week the masses had finally had enough. Protests turned violent, the prime minister's house was set on fire, and thousands of people overran the president's official residence. Photos show crowds of people swimming in the presidential pool, relaxing on beds, and crowding luxurious hallways. The president has promised to resign on July 13th, and protesters say they'll leave his house once he's officially out of office. Here's a verse to consider during chaos and upheaval. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Hebrews 13.8 At the Pour Over, we believe that the news can actually be a force for good, helping people find rest and comfort in Christ while spurring them on to loving action, instead of, you know, creating division, anger, and a persistent feeling of impending doom. For example, keep this in mind while reading today's news. Even if everything goes wrong, your eternity is secure. It costs about 20 cents per subscriber per month to operate the pour over. Many readers are unable or unwilling to pay, but you can sling four of them on your back and support our staff and mission for only $1 a month. 
You can pay what you want for the pour over and get a Kairos journal if you pay annually via a link in our show notes. In other brews, we've got a rapid round of updates. Friday's jobs report was stronger than analysts predicted, showing that employers added an impressive 372,000 jobs in June, and employment at private sector businesses is higher than it was pre-pandemic. But other economic measures, like inflation, GDP growth, and consumer spending, are still flashing warning signals. President Biden signed an executive order on Friday instructing the federal agencies to protect and expand nationwide access to mail-order abortion medication. But he acknowledged the order's scope is limited and any significant change would require Congress. Offline, eh? Canadian customers experienced massive internet and cell outages for about 15 hours beginning Friday morning. Canada's largest communications provider, Rogers, said a, quote, router malfunction disrupted cell and internet service, hampered 911 connections, disabled ATMs, and prevented banks and businesses from processing transactions. 19 people died in two separate shootings in South Africa this weekend. In a bar in Johannesburg, attackers used a pistol and a rifle to kill 15 and injure eight others. In Peter Maritzburg, two men entered a bar and opened fire, killing four and injuring eight. No clear motive is known in either attack. Novak Djokovic won his fourth consecutive Wimbledon championship on Sunday. Djokovic let Prince George, who's eight years old, admire his trophy, but George gave it back, saying, quote, it's a bit heavy. On the women's side, Elena Rybakina secured her first Grand Slam championship, making her the first woman representing Kazakhstan to win a major tournament. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, you can give us a five-star rating and drop us a review. If you're listening on Spotify, you can give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. And finally, the simplest way to help us grow is to send this episode to a friend. We hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here on Wednesday, July 13th. 